Michelle Forbes to my show. Uh, Michelle Forbes plays Ensign Rowe in Star Trek The Next Generation. Thank you for coming. Well, I'm happy to be here. And like I commented off the air, I think you look much better without that rill on your nose. Well, thank you. you. Know. As I commented, it's nice to be without it. <laughs> By the way, when you go under makeup, how long does it take for the whole process? It takes an hour and a half, which isn't as bad as one thinks. But when you consider that Michael Dorn also takes an hour and a half, mm. all of a sudden I started wondering why I was in the chair for an hour and a half. <laughs> right. Because he has so much makeup. But, but it takes... it. They've been doing him for so long, they have it down to a fine science. Hmm. And, and I guess girls' eyes take a long time to do or something. I guess it all the beauty makeup, all the glamour makeup, stuff, or whatever yeah. you know, they call it. Um, when you started, where did your acting career really start, or when did you first well, love began, acting or fall into acting? I, I began as a dancer. I was supposed to be a ballerina. And I decided I didn't want to do that, so I started acting when I was about 14, 15. I went to performing arts high school. Um, I did some theater in Texas, moved to New York when I was 16. Um, I started working there, doing some off-Broadway, doing some theater. Um, then I dropped out for two years. I decided not to do this for two years, but I couldn't come up with anything else to do. So I came back into it, and, um, and I've been working fairly steadily ever since. That's good. Did you always love it, or was it something that you... Well, it's a love-hate thing. I, I do. I mean, I really, really love what I do. But when I'm not working, then I hate it. You know, it was interesting. When they, when they introduced uh, your character, Vincent Rowe, a lot of the fans really kind of a, a, attached themselves to you a little because you were such a different type of character. You were a little more out of the ordinary, a little right. more flamboyant, a little more roguish maybe or whatever. And I mm -hmm. think they really kind of went to that. And uh, have you had reaction from other fans across the country as you go around, the same kind of thing? or? Um, well, everybody does seem to appreciate Roe and, and to like Roe, I think, because even though she's a bit, the, the phrase bitchy has come up quite a bit, <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer to think of it as acerbic, and I, I think because it comes from a place of insecurity and a, a place of fear and a place of having to prove herself, um, I think a lot of people can identify with that, and I think that a lot of people identify with Ro and her anger and her, her feeling like an outcast and trying to cover that up. And I think that's what people identify with, as when opposed to being such a goody-goody. I mean, who identifies with that? Really? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> How were you actually uh, chosen for the role, or what did you, did you just go through a regular reading? or A regular process. I, I did a show last year, uh, the, the season previous to all the Ro episodes, um, called Half a Life where I played a completely different character and when they came up with the character of Roe, they remembered me and they brought me back in. Well, that was good. Yeah. Did you actually get to talk to Roddenberry at the time before? I never got to talk to, to, to Gene or meet yeah. him, which is, is really unfortunate. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, what does the, the whole Star Trek phenomenon kind of mean to you? Is it something that's interesting, fun, overwhelming, all three? <laughs> um, interesting and fun I think I don't people keep saying are you overwhelmed and I haven't really I've been out of town for the last four months though as well so uh, you know I'm I'm not really um, I'm, I guess not a lot overwhelms me but but interesting and fun definitely definitely I mean to find out the history I was always aware of Star Trek I was never a Trekkie 
But I was always aware of it. And I mean, how can you grow up in this country and not be aware hmm. of the phenomenon of Star Trek? And um, but I don't, I don't watch a lot of television, so I didn't. So I, I wasn't really that familiar with it. And then a friend of mine did two episodes, my friend Elizabeth Dennehy, and I saw these two episodes. I thought, my gosh, what a good, good show. I mean, it's really great. And, and, and then once I got involved with it, then I really became aware of how enormous the, the attention is for the mm -hmm. show. So it's, I mean, it, it fascinates me, it really does. And, and the whole philosophy behind Roddenberry's vision, I knew nothing about. You know, when I was watching the original Star Trek when I was younger, I had not a clue. It was just, it was a fun place to go and to escape to. Um, but when I did this show, I started to find out about his philosophy, and I was really sort of amazed and, and uh, intrigued by it. Yeah, it hasn't lasted 25 years for... For, for no reason, right, exactly. exactly. Um, has it affected, since you've pick, been picked for Ensign Row and, and been on several episodes, has it affected your life or, or career in any, any way? Um, Have you noticed anything good coming off of it? Yeah. A lot of people watch the show. I know that. I mean, a lot of business meetings that I take elsewhere, um, a lot of people have watched the show and are, you know, I, I just didn't expect that within the industry, but everybody seems to watch Star Trek and everybody seems to love it. So, I mean, I guess that's been good. Um, would you, what would be your favorite episode that Ensign Rowe was involved in, your personal favorite that, of the ones that you've done? I think the first one still. I mean, that was when I got that script that my heart was so taken by, by the story. Because, I mean, as an actor, that's what you completely immerse yourself in is a story and not just, you know, your character, what you're doing, but the whole story. And the whole story was so um, meaningful and heart-wrenching that I was, I was... It was still my favorite, I think. And the other ones have been fun, but that was still so, so important to me. Do you feel, uh, or how do you feel Ensign Rowe has changed, I guess, since that time, uh, I guess, to the present? And, and what, where do you see it going, or where would you like to see it going, I should say, into the sixth season or whatever? Well, when I first started the show, um, I went to them and I said, please tell me you're not going to homogenize this person. Because in television, it seems they always, you know, because I play a lot of angry, you know, it's... it's all with more makeup than you, most of All them. with more makeup than me. <laughs> We're all wearing these funny little spacesuits, and, and, you know, it's hard to be bitter or, or to be cynical in an environment like that because it really is like being a kid again. I mean, you get up there and you're pretending to fly this ship and you're, you know, you're talking to this person with a pipe sticking out of his mouth. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so silly that it's fun. And it's also meaningful to where it's, it's not just, like, silly fluff. I know that when uh, I talked to Jonathan and also Michael on interviews, and they, they kind of said the same things that you're saying, which is interesting, is the whole cast gets together. And uh, I think uh, Michael was commenting that they don't really let anything get too serious. If somebody mm -hmm. starts to get too serious or, or start to go off the wall, they just kind of like, come on. You know, right, exactly, you know, exactly. The and and the cast is so lovely that way, too. I've never laughed so much. What do you think's in the future, or what is in the future for you, Michelle Forbes? What's going to be happening down the line, you mm -hmm. know, either project-wise or things you're working on? Well, I just um, finished completing a film about two and a half weeks ago called California for Propaganda. And that'll be coming out at the beginning of next year. Um, and a film that I just um, did with Adam Ant uh, should be coming out, I don't know when. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that's what's happening right now. And, and, and 
I'm, I'm trying to take some time off right now, and then hopefully other things will, will come in. I have a few things pending, but we'll have to wait and see about that. Well, that's good. We're going to have to look for you, and I really appreciate you being on, and very good luck in anything you do in the future down the line. We'll be looking for you. Well, thank you. My Thanks pleasure for being to be on here. the show. Thank you. Okay.